a man growing up with a cane pole in his hand. Like a fool to dream sitting down by the street that leads him to the corpus play. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them quail a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I wanna go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with DJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can Come away, come All right, away. welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the bunkhouse. Yeah, good morning, regulators. Welcome to the bunkhouse. Just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home live every Sunday morning on 102.7 FM ESPN here in Austin, the Outdoor Zone Radio Network, or a live recorded podcast 24-7, 365 on all your favorite podcast platforms and at the OutdoorZone.com. My name is TJ Grady, veteran outdoor journalist and founder of Kids Outdoor Zone, KLZ, co-managing the ranch with me. As always, it's Cody Ryan. Apparently, you've written something there as you've said new words in a new order, and I don't really know what to do with my hands. You're getting, you're getting Professional fancy. angler and communicator, and last but not Obviously, least, Beefsteak Disco. Oh, yeah. That was not on yes. script. Uh-huh. Beefsteak Disco is the tango instructor at the Hyatt in yeah. Austin. And uh, yeah, it's so a- if you're interested in dancing lessons in a speedo we always wear a speedo yes that's uh that's one of the things i think draws people to your dance class there at the hyatt i think i've tuned in to the wrong zoom meeting and this segment of the show brought to you by our friends over at mcbride's guns mcbride's guns our hometown gun shop mcbride's guns is the place where we go to get all our firearms and they, they also have a full-time gunsmith on staff there. They have, uh, they can, one of the things I love about them is that when you go over there, you put the firearms in your hand. They help you make sure that if you're picking a personal carry, it's the right one. My wife went over there and picked her personal carry and they helped her fit it to her hand, made sure she didn't buy the wrong personal carry you want to buy the right one and they'll help you with that over at mcbride's guns need a youth model firearm shotgun rifle they can help you with it you'll find mcbride's in the same place they've been for years corner of 30th and lamar you can call them 472-3532 or online at mcbridesguns.com mcbride's guns our hometown gun shop speaking of mcbride's i wanted to thank them for the uh austin woods and waters uh, event that I went to on Thursday and hung out. And Did you win anything? No, man. A whole thing of Dang. tickets and not one. I knew it. I, I knew I wouldn't. You know, and so to- I went with, you know, Tommy went, the uh, KOZ 
one of the KOC guys. He left. It started getting dark, and he's like, I got to get out of here. If I win, let me know. He had old pilot tickets. I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the uh, funny, weird thing, you didn't win. You hand I your did. tickets over. Yeah, but yeah. I wanted to you thank him because, you know, it's all focused on the McBride Foundation and how they give back to the outdoors. Gave back to KOZ, gave back to the Texas Youth Hunting Program. There's a whole bunch of outdoor industries that the McBride Foundation uses the money that is raised to uh, create better, more, and uh, faster. I call it faster because we need kids in hunting. The reason why we are getting le- less, more hunters are leaving this earth and less are coming in. And the kids are there. We need to teach them about the outdoors and the love of the outdoors and the love of doing Hey, did they, did they have a video or anything that they played before the... No, they, they didn't. They had no videos? Not, Any speakers or not anything? Not for anybody. Nope. It was yeah. all about getting good food and getting it done. You know, getting the... Was there a pretty good crowd? It was pretty good, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, they've been a supporter of KOZ and supporter of this show for many, 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 many years. So we're grateful too. Yes, sir. Hey, what, uh, what's the deal with the hurricane? Is that hurricane that's coming in to the Gulf gonna make it up as far as Texas or is it just going to Florida? I hope it pushes something in. Well, the, a lot of the old timers that were talking there at the, uh, at the show at the, I think Thursday, we're saying it's going to be wet this year. That is going to turn. They saw it in 1976. They saw it in 1952. They saw it in 2000, what, 2015? It you know, just went on and on about how was, we're, we're due. It's time. The cycle is over. Well, it was funny, Cody. I was talking to somebody uh, this weekend, and they said, Oh, we'll start getting rain right before September. And I thought, oh, yeah, that's, that's like, Cody's prediction that rain comes right before September. On or before September 1st for dove season. Yeah. You always get some rain, just enough to puddle up and keep the birds from coming into your water source uh, come. Hey, Cody, know, Ryan, you'll be season. glad if you want to come hunt with me. I got a place now that I'm doing on a dove lease starting Friday morning gonna yeah yeah you want to come stand next i can invite you uh, you charge me too much i already know how much it costs and you'd charge me you'll charge me like an extra 50 bucks or something oh well you do have to you know you get a special autographed uh yeti cup when you hunt with me the thing i didn't like about that place is that you can't bring anybody with you you can't bring a, a kid or anything and let you them can, shoot they can no they can bird dog for you, but that was it. And I thought, well, that's no good. The only thing that the only option it is if you got the right kid. <laughs> well, I, that's yeah, why I, I wanted Cody Ryan to come I'm and serious. my dog. we got to bring Spartacus out there, you know, right? Cody. Yeah. Cody that's going to be good. Yeah. That'll, that'll be, be a total disaster again. <laughs> again, you'll get a lot of hunting, a lot of hunting in that's for sure. Oh, Man, I can't believe sarcastically that. speaking, as you're yelling at your dog, chasing your dog, dove fly over your head while you're dealing with 
your non-bird dog that you pretend to be a bird dog. Oh, what's wrong? <sighs> you could teach a German Shepherd to be a der- bird dog. You can't. Yeah, you, you could. You saw it. If it wasn't nine years old and never been trained in any other form, it's like it's like teaching a dog, uh, you know, black belt taekwondo karate and or I don't know. Yeah, no, if you don't I'm teach not, a dog taekwondo from early, <laughs> yeah, they just, it is almost impossible they don't have to the get moves. them to pick it up when they're old. I, I had a really good idea, and I, <laughs> totally. I got slightly distracted mm-hmm. and lost it. <laughs> oh, so man. anyway, it's uh, I don't see any relief, but I have friends. Uh, the, one of the guys that I follow, the guy that I follow, uh, that's in Alaska that's building the log that builds the log homes, uh, Montana Haven, Alaska edition. They, uh, they did a 10 day, he did a 10 day sheep hunt with his boys up in the wilderness and had to cut through the alders. And, uh, his video just went live a couple days ago and it was so good, but snowed up there already. It's already starting to get cold up North. Jeez. I mean, it's starting to, the weather's changing already. It's funny. Tomorrow we get a little bit of break. We we'd break out of the hundreds uh, tomorrow, and I think probably from there on out we'll be, you know, ninety eight, something like that, for the rest of the week. And my wife sent me two. My wife sends me yesterday because I said, "Man, none of my weather stuff says that we got any chance of rain," and she's got two different apps or something i guess i don't know where it comes from but screenshots that we've got like a 50 percent chance and a 40 percent chance the next two days here of no rain and i got zero 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 for the next 10 days on my stuff so hey, I don't if know you where don't like your stuff. weather just go to a maybe hers app. is optimistic yeah optimistic weather.com <laughs> it's something. called blessed blessed and mine's weather. pessimist weather yeah, prayerful prayerfulweather.com and yeah. uh for you non-believers just go to weather.com. <laughs> it also much like a dog it takes on the personality of the person. Oh, <clears throat> wild, <clears throat> uncontrolled and not a good hunter. Well, I was kind of I was pointing what? at you. No, 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 no. I was no. just saying, uh, I mean, pessimistic. You said it. I not ha- okay. I wasn't He's saying you weren't a good hunter. I wasn't saying you weren't a good hunter, but I mean you brought it up. I he just... picked up the the dove. Come on, man. Hey, uh, get back Dan Cook, one of our listeners listeners from Virginia, just texted and said, "Hey, don't forget about global warming." Oh yeah, that's he it. Hey, to... it's a thing. It's it a... is unrecorded in the last hundred and forty years. It is up like 1.2 degrees over average less than one i don't think okay one, but. yeah but we're also living you know twice as long on average and our you know lifespan and quality of life is significantly greater we have things like air conditioning and so pretty good at sacrifice i was thinking you know, i was you thinking can live that twice as long if, if it's had... 1.2 degrees warmer if you had that. a kid that had to have, uh, that was complaining and telling, you know, uh, like a teenage kid at home that was like, I, you're global warming. You should, I'd say, I was thinking 
man, you just, you take away their car, you take away air conditioning, you do, you take all the, you take their cell phone, give them everything that like, doesn't have any kind of electronic element to it. Take the light bulbs out of their room. Like, well, Hey, we want you to do your part for be, be green. Yeah. This is something warming. you sit around and think about. Wow. He had a lot of time on the like beach. How to punish to children. <laughs> Man, you must have had some windshield time or <laughs> boredom lately. Hey, coming up, we'll talk some fishing. We got news of the weird coming up. All your favorite segments. We're just getting warmed up. Thank goodness. Here in the bunkhouse. Stick around. It's the outdoor zone. We're live in the bunkhouse 24 7, 365. You can find us at theoutdoorzone.com. and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody on the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back, Regulators. You're tuned into the Outdoor Zone, number one outdoor show in Texas, right here on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network, available live every here every Sunday morning and 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Thanks to Jack, the ranch hand that... Got here early, got the gate open, got the old potbelly stove fired up, poured some water over the coffee grinds. Can't do this thing without Jack the Ranch Hand. Hey, it's Ram season. Gets even better at Nile Maxwell Supercenter here in Austin. Right now, you get 2.9% financing for 72 months on all 23 Rams, 1,500 star quad or crew cabs. That's right, 2.9% financing. That's the best financing on any truck in central texas and now maxwell supercenter you'll find a supersized selection of rams to choose from with the largest inventory of ram trucks in all central texas our inventory has never been this big of 2023 1500 quad cabs crew cabs heavy duty rams both 250 2500s and the 3500s for the best selection and Niles promise to beat any competitor's price go see the experts in central texas at the nile maxwell supercenter 620 and 183 in austin or online anytime at nile maxwell supercenter.com a big day in the bass fishing world uh, not only today but also yesterday finishing the bassmaster elite series Kyle Welcher, a newer name in the bass fishing world, just, a, you know, a few years. Uh, and he's got a YouTube channel. But anyway, Kyle Welcher wins Bassmaster Angler of the Year for the year. Uh, yesterday, closing that out with the event set to finish today. He is actually in contention to win that tournament as well, which would make... Uh, the Angler of the Year for the Bass Pro Series last week ended up winning the event there as well. So I don't remember seeing that in the near recent future where the tournament winner ends up being the Angler of the Year winner as well. And Angler of the Year being the best, you know, angler over the course of the year. They get points throughout the year. And uh, not an easy, not an easy feat. As second place coming in, Brandon Cobb will tell you, he really only had one bad day on the water all year long. One bad 
day on the water and he gets second place angler of the year. So you can't have a bad day on the water. And, uh, it's just, I mean, it's just amazing, uh, to the level that these guys fish at and are fishing at and, oh, just fun to watch. Also kind of emotional though in a lot of ways in the Bassmaster Elite Series as you figure out who's going to make the Bassmaster Classic. Our buddy Clark Winlet, they're taking the top 40 from the Bassmaster Elite Series. Clark Winlet finishing 40th place. Yeah. Nice. Yay! Points. On the board. Yay! On the and board. I'm not sure that that's official yet as today we'll end the tournament and we'll kind of see where everything falls, but He's right there on the line and should should make it into the Bassmaster Classic uh, there. Barely. Clark, you couldn't have gotten it any closer, but excited that you got it there. And there's six, over 60 other guys that wish they were sitting in that 40th place spot, I assure you. Uh, there's also guys that won't be coming back to the Bassmaster Elite Series after this year. In years past, it's kind of seemed that they've limited maybe the number of guys coming in. It just doesn't seem like there's been major, major cuts and particularly with some big names. And we're going to see that this year. We're going to see some names that you're used to seeing on the Bassmaster elite series or who have made a name for themselves in the Bassmaster elite series, but yet have are going to be cut and not make it. Neither fishing the Bassmaster Opens. Uh, one young guy that I've met in the past, uh, Skyler Hamilton. He's he's not going to make it, but has already, you know, made a made a statement that he's excited about whatever that next phase of life looks like. You know, young guy, young young family, not going to make it in the Bass. <laughs> the next make. phase. <laughs> yeah, the next phase of life. You know, what is that? I mean, that's a. He, you know, you dedicate years and years. I've been fishing for 20 years, you know, now and not on a professional level, but, uh, you know, through all the different stuff and it's, you eat, sleep and breathe the bass fishing world. And so, yeah, the next phase of life is, is interesting. And, you know, after a terrible season that I had, I, man, I absolutely, I absolutely feel and understand, you know, like that question of what is it? What is it? You know, do you fish? Do you power through it? Everybody has bad years. What does that all look like? So, uh, really interesting. If you like bass fishing at all, it'd be really interesting to go back and look at those angler of the year guys, those guys that are going to be struggling that aren't not going to requalify for the elite series. Oh, it's going to be sad. Like I said, it's just, it's kind of a weird mix. You know, I'm, I'm sure it's tough being there as well. Whether you are fishing again in the Bassmaster Elite Series or getting cut, it, I, I would just feel that it would be a weird place to be, you know, whether you make it and you're excited or you're, you know, high in the standings and you're excited, but the buddy next to you, you know, is getting cut from the elites. Like it's just a weird mosh pit of emotions. I'm sure going on there as lots of things are changing 
in the I, industry. But I saw a guy post uh, this week that he had taken this year off, but he's geared up and ready to fish in PFL national professional fishing league this coming year. And I'm sure he's one of your buddies that you've been fishing yeah. with on an NPFL, but young guy seemed like a young guy family. And he said, I took this year off, but, uh, but I'm ready to come back and I'm going to fish NPFL. And, uh, it was a good post. I thought, you know, he, he made good choices, I guess, whatever they were financially or, uh, you know, with his family or whatever those things are. Uh, but he was, he made a decision and, but he's coming back and I, and you know, I love when you, I love it when you fish the NPFL. Yeah. It Dustin just seemed Perry, like such a family. Dustin Perry, uh, is who you're talking about, I'm sure. But yeah, uh, I mean, it's just, you know, sometimes you gotta, you gotta step back and take, take a look at some things. Some of the new tournament schedules came out, kind of switching gears. Some of the new tournament schedules came out for the Major League Fishing. The Bass Pro Tour schedule came out, plus the Tackle Warehouse Invitational schedule came out. That's what I fished this year, but I thought it was interesting. They're starting off the Bassmaster, the uh, Tackle Warehouse Invitationals, Major League Fishing Tackle Warehouse Invitationals. They're starting those off at Sam Rayburn, but... The second stop of the year kind of piqued my interest. You'll like this, TJ. This probably won't mean a whole lot to anybody, you know, many people. But the second stop of the year is at West Point Lake in LaGrange, no Georgia. Yeah. Wow. They haven't done that in forever. Yeah, it's been a long time. So that's LaGrange, Georgia, which is... You know, the you homeland. stay with grandma while you're there. Homeland of grandma and the cousins and all that. Yeah. So I may try wow. and pop. If, if I don't fish that entire series, uh, I may try and slide in, just fish one, you know, that one over there. Yeah. Go pot lick <laughs> that one there. Will you? Yeah, man. I never even fish that lake, really. But uh, I, I'll tell you what. I a ran, purple I, worm down there. I'll show you where I, I can On the fish. rocks at the boat ramp. I That's know. Right. I've been hearing about Come it. Come on. Sturdy worms. Seven years. I've heard about the purple worm on the rocks by the boat ramp. So, I mean, if that's off limits, I ain't fishing that tournament. That's all I can say. That better be. i am tell you what, I was right. That better be open to fish. File a formal complaint, by golly. 37 years. I still never even seen those rocks by the boat ramp. Or a purple worm. I went over there last time I was there, and I looked around. They're still there. There's okay. still good fishing right there. Hey, I, I hey, hey, hey. That. I can't get any information, and you don't want to give it away to my competitors right now in case I get in and fish that <laughs> tournament. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Uh, oh. Interesting article as I was looking at some of this stuff, too, that I thought was just kind of a fun read. You may, if you like bass fishing or you have in the past, uh, Major League Fishing reporter Rob Newell put out an article this week, the must-have baits of the late 80s, and I just thought it was kind of fun. I mean, it's nothing super surprising, but it's kind of a cool memory of some of the baits. I can One tell you them, what they are. I'll tell you. Let me purple, guess. Purple no, they're just, it's just plastic. No, not purple. It's a couple plastics. Okay, bubble gum. Okay. 
That's bubble one. gum's yeah. one of them, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. I know. I know. Bubble gum worm. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh. And There's one know. though that you, yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> the, it. Uh, that's it. You're just going off color. Well, no, you because think that's that like a color of the '80s, <laughs> the '80s and the '90s. I was doing the Bassmaster University tours. It wasn't and, the '80s. I 100 percent assure you. Okay, maybe it wasn't the '80s, but it was the 2000s. Actually, it was the early 2000s. Yeah, it's 23. Because I was oh, in man, high it probably was. Yeah. <laughs> wow, <laughs> Lunker City Sluggo. Remember the old sluggo? Oh, sluggo, yes. Dude, that thing used to cream them. You better get you some now because that article, everybody's going to be buying them up. I know. It's hard to find. Hard to find the old sluggo. You need to find out if the patent's available. Get that patent. Bring them back, baby. No, they're back. You can find them. I've seen them not in the not too distant past. I've probably already, I probably bought some actually. In the not too distant past, but yeah, the old sluggo was one of them <laughs> that he talks about. I thought that's fun. But uh, anyway, so lots of stuff happening in the fishing world, and uh, if you are all excited about bass fishing, we'll talk also about uh, TJ's saltwater trip coming up at the top of the hour. Altrua Health Share. I was talking to my buddy about Altrua the other day as he was looking for healthcare options. He's just fed up at work with their insurance that they have through work. I said, look, this is a real option. Finding affordable, top quality healthcare options can be tricky for the sportsmen, entrepreneurs, and those who are self-employed. Altrua HealthShare is a 501c3 organization that's been sharing in medical needs. For over 25 years, Altrua HealthShare is not insurance, required to tell you that, but it offers a powerful alternative to traditional insurance and the skyrocketing cost associated. A dedicated member service representative team helps members navigate everything from finding health care providers to guiding members through the submitting medical needs for sharing. Basically, you contribute each month your monthly amount, and that goes into an escrow account, and then Medical needs are then shared from that escrow account. You can find out how much you can save by going to myshare.org. Altrua Health Share, where we care for one another. News of Weird coming up. It's the Outdoor Zone. Find us 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. I'm Everstar Pro, Ron Sheffield, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Up this morning before the sun. Fix me some coffee. All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Here in the bunkhouse, the Outdoor Zone, we're always shopping for Mother Nature's grocery store. Fresh and delicious meats of every flavor. Venison, pork, fowl, and even delicious bass. Post your shopping pictures on our Facebook page, the Outdoor Zone. You know, yesterday, as I was laying under the Border Patrol Tahoe, changing over to Amsoil for engine, transmission, and rear end. You need to explain. And it was 107. And I thought, what in the world am I doing? Why didn't I just take it over to Sun Automotive? You know, like I do with my wife's vehicle. You know, everybody at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired, and it can be hard to find a mechanic you can trust. We use our friends at Sun Auto Service. 
You know, Sun Auto Service is a family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. Each and every person at Sun Automotive works hard to demonstrate that they take pride in what they do. And we want to be the place you bring your vehicle anytime it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs. Where's the spot that I go? I go to 405 West Slaughter Lane. Yours might be 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park. And there's 1403 River Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway. At 1206 Ranch Road 620, follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials every week. Just go to sunautoservice.com. All right, so now it's time for our news of the weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. Okay, this is out of New Jersey. A power outage that cut electricity to a New Jersey community a week ago was due to an unlikely culprit, a fish that was apparently dropped by a bird and it landed on a transformer. The police said the Jersey Central Power Light Company workers on that were working on the outage that cut power to a large area of lower Sayerville found a fish on the transformer in the New Jersey committee community. We are guessing a bird dropped it as it flew over. Police said their Facebook in their Facebook page in a last post, they had a bit of fun telling readers to uh, the victim in this senseless death, death dubbing him Gilligan and called him a hardworking family man and a father of two thousands. <laughs> they think it was a, well, what kind of bird did it say it was, but it was right on the, uh, right along the coat oh, an Osprey and that he was trying to fly away with fish, fish flopped out, fell on. So that was weird, but, and, and, but it made me think, I, I remember living in, uh, in town over a few years, every once in a while, we'd get a squirrel that would be running down the power lines and it would touch two of the wrong wires and boom, blow up a transformer in the backyard somewhere. Power would go out and, uh, start looking at, I start thinking, well, what are the, what are the creatures that are most responsible for power outages and not talking about fire ants or ants that get into your power boxes or stuff outside because uh your ac units those kind of things because they are in, in a situation different but the i looked it up and it was the most responsible for blowing up uh, and putting power lines down were, were rats, raccoons, snakes. Wait, what? What was the second one? Rats, raccoons. Did you say raccoons? Raccoons. raccoons first, he's been down south. Snakes and monkeys. Of course, monkeys. You love that. I think don't I you? remember the last time I remember hearing it said like that raccoons. Wasn't that on uh, that movie where they all go to Vegas, Las Vegas, and they end up with a tiger in their bedroom? 
Anyway, hangover, raccoons. Hangover. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Isn't that raccoons? No, but why is why aren't why aren't squirrels on there? TJ? I guess I missed that educational moment. Why why are squirrels it was not on there? You said rats, raccoons, snakes, and monkeys. Where well, rats we know are? Rats are squirrels. Squirrels are rats. Oh, they're, they're tree rats. rats. It says there have been a lot of squirrel outages, but also included in those outages are rats, snakes. He skipped it. Oh, he skipped the word. He skipped raccoon. Raccoon. Raccoons. I was. Uh, I want to know how monkeys. Guys... How did monkeys get in there, TJ? That your favorite subject. You think they're South Texas monkeys? Is that what they are? They're South Austin, Texas monkeys. Okay. The monkeys. Hey. So, hey, I was watching a, another YouTube. Out, have, do y'all watch Outdoor Boys? Outdoor should, Boys? I haven't heard of Yeah, it. you should watch Outdoor Boys on YouTube. Hey, the it's been the Outdoor take, Boys. We're <laughs> no, here. No, it's a guy who takes his, his, takes his boys, and they go, and he's got like 2 million followers. 3 million followers, but he's been doing it for years. And he did a show where he went down That's to Florida. a lot Florida. of people falling you out in the woods. You know what I mean? Kind of messy. Like down to Florida. A lot of pickups. So yeah. noisy. Trash. One of the, he hunted for, uh, all kinds of stuff down there with his kids. And one of the things that they were killing was, um, uh, what are the lizards down there? Um, Pythons. No, uh, he iguanas. did that. Iguanas. I- iguanas. He did iguanas and, uh, and they were everywhere, everywhere there. He was just killing them all, all different kinds of ways, but they just would drive up and down these channels. And it sounded like he was shooting a pellet gun and was killing dozens of them. Yeah. And there's, it, it, there's this crazy, uh, and then he went after um, Oscars. Remember those fish that you have in your aquarium all those With years? You get eyes. an Oscar because yeah. he would, because you drop like minnows in there and the Oscar would eat the minnow and they were all the rage for years. Well, they, I never had an Oscar as a child. Maybe <laughs> I was have, deprived. They have a, a huge problem with Oscars in there and like, lot of invasive species but and then of course the snakes that and i've told myself i told myself man i want to go back there uh, or go down there and do some of the stuff that he did he did some really killer stuff i I want nothing to do with the snakes that are larger than i am i want nothing to do with the python thing i'm not i'm not a snake guy but I'll tell you what, it's interesting. Earlier, we were talking about hunting dogs and uh, the lack of a hunting dog that Beefsteak has. I have an article. I have an article here yeah. uh, that came out that said the 11 best hunting dogs. Did y'all German, see this one? German Shepherd was on there, wasn't it? 11 uh-huh. different breeds of dogs. German Shepherd not even a consideration the standard poodle yeah poodles. Is number five yeah. yeah poodles are hunting bred to be hunting dogs 
but a German Shepherd not even on the list of eleven. You got Beef, poodles. You're going to need a poodle. I, I guess it's an anomaly, just like me. I guess, huh? Damn. Yeah. Well, he's he's just as good a hunter as you are. Oh, so. is here he, we go. Uh, Shot is it a lab? Is a lab the part number one? Of Golden course. Retriever. Labrador Retriever. Cocker Spaniel. Uh, he's on the list. Labradoodle. Yeah. Labradoodle has got to be in the top five. No, no, no. Just, it's uh, none of these mixed. None of these yeah, mixed just the breeds. Yeah, just the poodle. They're all mixed. Uh, Come on, man. They're all mixed at some point. Oh my goodness. Here we go. Yep. Hi, yeah, Here we are. It's like hey, uh, we're all the same. We all are just the same person. We all are in breeds. Ad, Adam I and mean, Eve. Yeah. Okay. Let's go there. You want to do oh, it? Oh my goodness. Uh, no. So thousands so of years. You're just saying I have a very special dog because he's not in the list. But he can still... No, what I'm saying, and I'm going to say it as clear as I absolutely can say it, is your dog is not a hunting dog, Beefsteak. What? Keep your dog for what it is, a companion, and something to aerate the yard and fertilize the yard. And that is absolutely what your dog is good at. Hey, we're going to and a break. Leave it so at that. That's a good thing. We can't argue about it. Yeah, well, I'm just saying he's he does his job. He fertilizes and aerates the yard, and just let it be what he's good at. Don't force him to be something he's not. Uh, Partsview.com, an online one-stop shop for all your boating needs. Beefcake steak can contest when you're looking to take care of your boat. Find any part accessories for your boat. Make your boating trip much more enjoyable when things. When you have everything you need and the boat operates the way it should, well, you can find all the parts, pieces, maintenance kits, everything. I was a customer before they supported the show, before they were a sponsor here. I believe partsview.com, a one-stop shop for all your boating needs. Over 200,000 products, OEM, Yamaha, Mercury, Maracruiser, Stern, uh, Maracruiser, Stern Drives, Suzuki Outboards. They've got all kinds of stuff. Go see our friends at Parts View and save a few bucks. Use Outdoor Zone 10. That is not case sensitive. Outdoor Zone 10 saves you some money. Go see our friends, Parts View, P A R T S V U dot com. Coming up next, we've got Game Warden Field Notes. You don't want to miss it. It is The Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse 24 7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. I'm Andy Morgan, and I fish FLW, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back, regulators. This is your deer shooting, flounder geeking, dove blasting, hog dogging, bass catching, mountain climbing, fly fishing, four wheeling, outdoors zone radio show broadcast live from the bunkhouse every sunday morning seven to nine on the outdoor zone radio network or 24 7 365 at the outdoorzone.com this segment of the show is brought to you by keystone bank experience the value of community banking where local matters come join the bank of choice for austin community members families and entrepreneurs 
We're Keystone Bank, founded by Jeff Wilkinson and his team and operated right here in Austin, Texas by locals just like you. That's why we're so invested in our community and its success. When you bank with Keystone, you'll enjoy the local relationship-based service that sets us apart. Banking at your fingertips, anywhere, anytime. To learn more, get started with the Keystone account. Visit one of our locations in person. 11,500 B Caves Road, West Austin, 500 Pressler Street in downtown Austin, or 900 Hutchins Avenue in beautiful Ballinger, Texas. Or just go to the website, keystone.bank, for all their information. Keystone Bank, where local matters. Now it's time for our Game Warden Field Notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. Well, once again, as the tourist melee in Yellowstone starts to slow down and uh, thin out. A Michigan man has been banned from Yellowstone National Park and he's facing federal charges after traveling off the trail in a thermal area while under the influence. <laughs> a Yellowstone National Park visitor who was allegedly under the influence as he traveled off trail in one of the thermal areas has been banned from the park as he faces federal criminal charges in the incident, prosecutor said. Jason Wicks, a 49-year-old resident of Hillman, Michigan, was arraigned Wednesday on charges of, of off-trail travel and being under the influence. The degree he was to the degree he was a danger to himself or others, the U.S. District Attorney's Office in Wyoming said in a newsletter he has pleaded not guilty wicks was charged with thermal trespass wow if you've been there thermal trespass that's pretty interesting so they have all those wooden trails kind of like wooden walkways where you walk when you're walking through the thermal pots and 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 stories of people falling in them or people disappearing in them and never being found again, or they just find a tennis shoe floating in there, which would be, that'd be a terrible prank just to throw a tennis shoe in one of those. <laughs> That's what I was just thinking. I think they found a foot in a tennis shoe in one of those thermal pots. Yeah. You know, I've had, I've had that incident as I fish, you know, different lakes and rivers and sometimes, you know, we're around metropolitan areas or not, and you're fishing those those areas that are more remote or you're by yourself or you're in a creek or back up a river or whatever those situations are. I, several times I have crossed like an, a shoe floating, you know, you just see a shoe floating upside down, not like a flip-flop, but like a tennis shoe. A flip-flop, I figure... You know, if somebody's foot's attached to it, it's not anymore. So that's not a concern. But like a tennis shoe floating upside down, I I have literally said out loud on numerous occasions, like, please don't be attached to that. 
please <laughs> let that be something that flew off or so do you got lost. Do you fish it out with a net? Do you net it? Or do you just let no, it? No, I usually just go by it and roll look. right on by that bad yeah. boy. I want nothing to do with it. I don't want anything attached to it. I don't want, yeah. Well, just he, let that uh, tennis shoe go on by. This guy apparently had to go get some, uh, some doctoring because he burned his foot or his feet by doing that. But of all the places to travel off trail, and I've, and I know from all my hiking and stuff, there's, there's people that will go off trail, try and cut the trail from one, one switch back to another. And there's all kinds of ways and reasons. And, and you want to keep everybody on the trail, but in that area, man, I'd be worried about stepping through some soft stuff and going into a 350 degrees boiling batch of mineral water is it 350 degrees i don't know how hot it is it's like nah. really hot i'm sure we can google it and figure it out pretty quick but 350 water... degrees you would just yeah boi nah. boiling is 212 so i mean come on Can't it's be up over. there right. it may be it's not boiling it'd be, it you'd boiling? be clean it'd have to boil a little bit yeah. Well, it's it's thermal bubbling. So, what about the people at Yellowstone that are going out off trail to mix with the with the wildlife? Like that guy, did you hear about him? He was crouching down and he kind of belly crawled in with all those bison, like a herd of them, got in the middle of them. It happens. Why do people continue to do this? Like, I feel like this is the same story every it single is week we talk about it but every it's different people different people you know there was a girl that went out and other people filmed her doing selfies with the bison that was laying down a woman like a bison a bison you're saying animal names <laughs> really know. weird this morning bisons and raccoons i'm i'm doing the scientific oh. uh Oh, that's what it is. Pronunciation. I just, I just think I'll it's try funny. and move it back down. So to, you know, you got to give props to people when they when they hit it. And TJ, the uh, the emerging like coming out, it's 198, but the highest reported and what the did steam I say? Vent, and the steam vents are 275. Okay, so that's it's the highest 275. That's hot. So you. You're you're kind of in there. I'm gonna give TJ ding 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 ding. No, he TJ. went over. Well, he's closer than we you were. You can't go over. How many? Speaking of prices, right? But how many price rights have you gone over? I. That's the point, right? You I would Barker, say Bob Barker you passed away. Been to if you yesterday. haven't been to Yellowstone, it's absolutely a must do. I I wouldn't go in the middle of the summer. Our best times, the times that I've been up there have been right when, right before school lets out, take your kids out of school a week early, <laughs> tell the teachers, adios, we're leaving a week early and go to Yellowstone. That'd be good. Probably it'd be good for the kids. Just as good. Right. Don't do anything. Oh, come on now. Cody hardly ever went to school. He was always and, out and running look at the him. streets. He made it. I know. College Somehow. and everything. 
what does that say about being the actual, you know, most um, impressive knowledge wise on this show? What does that say about y'all? Oh, you know what I'm saying? Oh, are we going to have a guest myself. on or something? Uh, you're talking about the most knowledgeable. Mm. All yeah, right. myself. I, I think TJ hit it. He hit the range of the uh, of the thermal. So there we go. He's the most knowledgeable on the show right now. Right. We're doing yeah. hand signals. We're doing hand signals to each other, by the way, behind. I have to say that because we all pause for a brief second and stare off into outer space. But try, working on some audio stuff in the bunkhouse where that squirrel bit through that wire a little bit. And uh, I just think it's funny that we're all doing jazz hands at the same time when something <laughs> audio wise goes up. It's not your normal not your normal thing. And I, who came up with that hand signal to tell each other that we're having electrical issues? Jazz DJ, hands. Of course. Kind of things. Yeah. So coming up top of the next hour, we've going to have Captain Gordon Taylor on with us. And we're going to talk about the trip I just did. I, I did a real quick one day fishing trip on the Texas coast following you got Giants. salty with me, without me. I mean, me, me too. Without yeah. me, you went down there and got I forgot, salty. I, you know what? You forgot I, me. How much? Uh, I and I told, I called you as soon as I came back. As soon as you I was did. coming back, I called you, and I, I, and I, said, I had finally okay, I gone inside and taken my much? suitcase back inside. I was standing in my driveway, suitcase <laughs> in hand. Well, that the first time. Just remind you of the uh, old days. <clears throat> I I can't. Uh, it was just really exceptional, and we're going to talk about that top of the hour. It was a shark fest. It was a shark fest. And, not a wait, uh, not a waiting opportunity, huh? Not a time that you're going to wait. No, it's a little bit. He, he actually is doing some waiting this week, and wanted us to come back down there. Uh, I ain't going to where y'all were. I'll tell you that much. Hey, we'll talk to Gordon Taylor on the flip side, Captain Gordon Taylor on. The flip side. Plus, we've got a whole nother hour of the outdoor zone. Some of your favorite segments: the Armed Citizens Report, the PETA Report. It gets pretty goofy if it hadn't gotten goofy already. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Stick around. Catch us also throughout the week, twenty four seven, three sixty five at theoutdoorzone.com. Coffee cup, 
Put the dog on the porch and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going just as fast as my feet. All right, welcome back, Outdoor Zone. Welcome back to the Outdoor Zone. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home live every Sunday morning right here on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network or 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com on all your favorite podcast platforms. My name is TJ Graney, and the bunkhouse is Cody Ryan. Yes, sir. Beefsteak. Beef oh, yeah. And uh, we are unapologetically hunting, fishing, and gun right advocates Glad to have you on the show with us, Regulators. Uh, this segment of the show is brought to you by our friends over at McBride's Guns. The way society is pounding on our rights to own guns, it is imperative we support our local gun shops. The one we trust with our constitutional rights is McBride's Guns. Family-owned and operated local full-service firearm dealer. Looking for personal carry or a referral for a class? One place, McBride's Guns. Looking for a youth model rifle or shotgun? Go where the staff is skilled and trained to help you make the right choice. You'll find McBride's in the same place it's been for years, the corner of 30th and Lamar. Call them at 512-472-3532 or online at McBride'sGuns.com. McBride's Guns, our hometown gun shop. So we were talking about, I uh, took, uh, took a half a day and went down and fished with our Texas Coast official texas coast guide for the outdoor zone gordon taylor and occasionally we'll have gordon on the show wanted to have him on the show this morning and just talk about the adventure that was a i think it what did we do that thursday morning or we do that friday morning gordon we went was it friday morning it was friday morning friday mm-hmm. morning yeah oh yeah it was friday morning so went down thursday to the coast thursday night ate seafood at a local restaurant down there slam dunk yes sir uh charlotte plumbers which i like charlotte plumbers down there and then uh got up early and went and met gordon taylor down at the uh, boat ramp and got an early start got out there and the weather was the the water was flat the the we had a cool north breeze and he was grateful for us being there, bringing that little breeze with us. And, uh, we fished around and, and some shorelines and tried to find a few things. And then we got out to one of his favorite places, the little rigs, the abandoned oil rigs in Corpus Christi Bay. Dude, don't give uh, away purple worms. That too. Yeah, man. <laughs> like it was I good. Just, it was it, good. Right. Gordon. And, nobody else out there not another boat out there nobody that's what i love about that place is that you get out there when it gets as calm as what it did and you get that light north wind and just throw out some live shrimp free line in it and all like i told you guys all you got to do is catch one trout and i know the fish are there and as soon as y'all did it lit up and then all of a sudden we're standing there and tj goes there's some big trout or something next to the platform on the side. And so he kept fishing in that area, kept bringing in trout after trout. I tell you, we're going through quite a bit of shrimp, just bringing in trout. And then all of a sudden it lit up 
and it was a shark fest, just like TJ said. Uh, the black tip shark showed up, and it was fun watching those two guys just work their tail off to bring those sharks in. <laughs> you know, and it was amazing, too. We're fishing with a 10-pound test with a leader on it, and it's not a steel leader, and we're catching those shark. I'm just shocked that those shark just don't – oh, and we did we did have one shark break off, but it was it was hilarious when when we what was it we kept one each we could keep one each of the black tip. Mm -hmm. You could only keep one a piece over uh, twenty four inches. So they, they were, were way over twenty four. Caught two shark. They were over to black tip shark over twenty four, and we got back to the dock and he's cleaning them for us. And I said, Hey, let's check the gut inside this one. Cause it feels like there's a fish or something in there. And there was a half a shrimp with a hook in it. <laughs> the one that bit off my shrimp and broke my line. We caught that shark. I caught that shark and he had a hook, the hook and the shrimp in his gut. I hope you saved that lucky hook. He Man. Yep, it was crazy. <laughs> We got all Not kinds only. of stuff though. You can, and you've caught some big shark there, huh? Oh yes. Big shark. I've caught them up to six foot out there. And, um, yeah, you're right with those drops. I use a 25, uh, pound drop and, you know, sometimes they're going to bite through and sometimes they're not, you'll hook them just right. And that's the thing with you guys, you hooked them just right with those wide gap hooks. I use usually you'll just get them in the corner of the mouth. Very rarely will they swallow it, but when they do, you know, of course the shark's going to break off, but man, you guys did a great job bringing them in. It was really, really just nice seeing two guys who really enjoy being out on the water and having fun bringing in those guys. Well, it was fun being out there doing it. And I forgot how much I missed doing that. And then I guess it was about 11, 11, 15 and it got hot out there and we were, we were fished out. We were ready to go back in and got back in and time to have lunch. And like I, I you would had say some mangroves in the, we, caught, we did. We, yeah, caught we had a variety of fish and that's a good part about being at that platform because you can catch anything there pretty much i mean we had mangrove snapper we had sand trout we had trout skipjack um stingray i mean i can go on and on with what you can catch out there it, it was just a blast and these are abandoned oil wells rigs concrete squares that are just kind of fading away over the last man-made structure Man-made structure, yeah. And it yeah. just, the fish just hang out there. It was it was cool. Super cool. Well, uh, Gordon, I just wanted to get you on for a minute and just kind of brag a little bit about how much fun we had. And and if, uh, folks, it's going to cool off. And, and Cody and I was telling Cody, I said, okay, we have got to go back when it's cool and we can just go for a wade. And it's something that Cody and I did for years and years and years. And we just need to wait for a cool, some cool weather to come down and then shimmy down there and do a half a day out there. Just walking those, walking those dagger and all those islands out there and just do what I, I, I forgot how much I loved it until 
this week. So thank you for that. That was spectacular. Well, thank you guys for coming on down, Tim. I, yeah, what a great guy Tim was. I really enjoyed him in the boat, too. Yeah, he loved catching fish, didn't he? Yeah, he's going to, I guarantee he's going to bring some clients down and do some fishing with you. Well, if, if somebody's trying to get, in, if they want to book a trip with you, and I know it's, you got to get in and, and get, get on his schedule early. What, how do they get in touch with you, Gordon Taylor? Uh, just give me a call at 361-319-0099 and let's get out there, especially when we get these first cool fronts. It is going to light up with fish, I guarantee you. <laughs> Gordon Taylor, official guide for the Outdoor Zone on the Texas coast, 361-319-0099, 361-319-0099. I'll post a picture of one of my shark on our Facebook page, the Outdoor Zone. And I'll put that uh, link on there, that uh, phone number on there. So, Gordon Taylor, thank you, bud. All right. Y'all have a great day. And you and Cody get back down here pretty quick, okay? Right. Well, you'll see, see you me. Soon. You'll see Beefsteak and uh, his crew oh, yeah. coming down next yeah, month beef. before that. So, except for one of the beef guys that I'm bringing, one of the guys I'm bringing doesn't like to, uh, he said, I only like water that I can see the bottom. So, we're going to have some fun. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, See, you might want to leave her at home. I mean, Cap him at home. Captain Gordon's already started drinking for that trip. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Gordon Taylor. All right. Have a great day. Hey, the uh, 50th White Marlin Open closes with a $6.2 million bill. The 400 registered boats for the 50th White Marlin Open were probably the most conservation-minded group that has ever fished the Open or any other billfish tournament held in recent memory. Of the 605 billfish caught during the five-day event, 602 were released, with over $7 million of the total $10.5 million purse reserved for billfish. It was remarkable that not one boat brought a non-contender to the scale before the closing of Friday. Hmm. But the three fish that came in, there was one fish, that was the biggest one ever caught. And those guys took home $6.2 million. I mentioned that, that last week. Well, I, I thought you million. were talking about that other one. This was in South Carolina. Yeah. And yeah, I thought no, we that's... were talking about the one where the guys got disqualified. No, no, no. That was an old story. We talked about that months ago. We talked well, about went... that $6.2 million payday. And I went and even... looked. Remember, yeah. I told you I love these big billfish tournament shirts. And I went on there and I looked at them and I didn't want to pay $60 for one. So I looked at last year's cause they still had some last year's on there and all they had was small or double X. So yeah. it wasn't working for me, but I'm going to keep an eye open for one of these. You, need you to just do want it. the shirt. I think you I just to want go the to shirt. It. Cause they're, they're a guy Harvey style. Talking about catching some big money. There's a 14-year-old uh, angler that failed to land a big fish in Minnesota, but he did manage to hook a wallet with 2000 bucks inside. Hello. So he thought he had a big fish set the wonder, hook. Where, wait, where's my wallet? <laughs> yeah. 
See, now, if that's uh, floating, you do pick it up, right, Cody? If that floats by, he reeled, it's a wallet. He reeled it, he reeled it up. No, he set the hook on it as like it was a fish, reeled it up. His cousin opened up the wallet and said, and the the article says he said some words you probably shouldn't say and showed everyone. We took the money out of the wallet and let it dry out. And then they found the card, the name, a name on one of the cards and found the farmer from Iowa who had lost the wallet while fishing on a boat on the lake earlier this year. So anyway, he got his wallet back. And the team and his gave money? his, his $2,000 back. So Yeah. Good job, yeah. boys. Yeah. They were raised right. Hey, I'll tell you what else. I got you, Beef. I got you. I'm going to tell you about Altrua HealthShare. My friends at Altrua HealthShare. Something I protect my family with is Altrua HealthShare. I'm not only just promoting it, I'm also telling you that that's how I protect my family. Finding affordable, top-quality healthcare options can be tricky for the sportsmen, entrepreneurs, and those who are self-employed. Altrua HealthShare, they're a 501c3 organization that's been sharing medical needs for over 25 years. It's Altrua HealthShare is not insurance. However, it offers a per, uh, powerful alternative to traditional insurance and skyrocketing costs. So I got a video from some of the guys at Altrua just the other day. Uh, last maybe yesterday or the day before and they're at our convention they showed a commercial that we did uh, a fishing commercial that i did with altrua last year and they have this group of ambassadors right that uh, promote the products and believe in altrua health share and they've coined me the am bass adore since I like bass fishing. You need a shirt. You need a Guy Harvey shirt. Yeah, ambassador. <laughs> Members contribute each month to the escrow account. Eligible medical needs are then shared from that escrow account. Find out how much you can save by going to myshare.org. Altrua HealthShare, where we care for one another. On the flip side, we've got your news of the weird. Armed Citizens Report still up. It's the Outdoor Zone. Live at the Bunkhouse, 24-7, 365. You can find us at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, I'm Randall Tharp, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. All right, welcome back, Regulators. You know, Aldo Leopold said, I am glad I will not be young in a future without wilderness. It's up to us to train up the next generation of outdoors men and women. Don't sit on the back row. Stand and fight. Give to Kids Outdoor Zone. Land, cash vehicles, boats, or start a group in your church. Go to kidsoutdoorzone.com to donate. Kidsoutdoorzone.com. KOZ, no kid left inside hey it's ram season and it gets even better at nile maxwell supercenter with 2.9 percent financing for 72 months on all the 2023 ram 1500 lone star quad or crew cabs that's right 2.9 percent financing it's jeep season two with all the 23 jeep grand cherokee overlands with both two and three row seating now qualifying for 3.9 percent APR for 72 months for the best selection and Niles promise to beat any 
competitor's price. Go see the experts in Central Texas at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter, 620 and 183 in Austin, or online anytime at nilemaxwellsupercenter.com. All right, now it's time for our PETA report. They are anti-hunting, anti-fishing, anti-meat, anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's PETA Report, because we love animals too. They taste great. You know, it's interesting to me how these giant corporations, with just one little nudge, one threat from these terrorist groups like PETA or animal liberation front or whatever these organizations are just one hint that they're going to be upset. These people buckle. going to cancel. Cancel me. They, no. They, well, the corporations don't just stand firm and say, okay, Whatever you do, you, you can be unhappy with this. PETA turns the tables on Hallmark CEO in new ad calling out card companies, mockery of great apes. Great apes are on the verge of extinction, except on cards showing them wearing cowboy outfits and made to show that their teeth show their teeth and mock in a mock grin. So PETA is asking how would Hallmark CEO Mike Perry like it if someone turned him into a clown? That's what PETA aims to find out with its eye-catching new half-page ad in the Kansas City Star that calls out the company for pro- profiting off clownish images of endangered great apes, many of which feature young chimpanzees displaying what Dr. Jane Goodall calls a fear grimace, which Hallmark fools consumers into mistaking for a grin. So for how many years have it's it's just been cute? It's just been funny. I don't know. Are people out killing monkeys and gorillas because Hallmark has them smiling? Are people trying to do selfies with gorillas and getting hammered? No, they're just it's it's kind of contra- it's kind of contradictory. It, to the belief that previous PETA statements have been where a boy is a dog, is a bird, is a cow, is a, you know, Monkey. whatever. They they want animals to have the same level of importance as we put on ourselves as human beings, right? So wh- why, I mean, we can put human pictures on a card but not uh a monkey or a chimpanzee that 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 can be pulled apart because they they're saying they don't have a choice Uh, major retailers how do you know they they sat there for the picture major retailers such as walmart walgreens rite aid and cvs card companies including american greeting and stock image agencies such as getty images shutterstock and dreams time have banned the use of these inappropriate images. How weak is that? Uh, they're gross. really stretching. 
Half of them are caricatures. I mean, nowadays. really? Yeah. And they're photoshopped. It's just photoshopped monkey. It's Photoshop. It's just a monkey that's been photoshopped. It's not like it's they have an electric AI. prod up their backside, you know, trying to get them to smile or something. Come on. Well, that's weird. <laughs> uh, LSU. Yeah. LSU develops a patent pending bait to fight the pigdemic. Did y'all hear about this one? Uh-huh. Wild invasive pigs cause more than $90 million in damage to Louisiana farms each year and pose a growing threat to the environment. I thought this was just a great accessory to the PETA report, being that PETA just absolutely loves things like this. With $50,000 in support from the state, LSU is now moving into controlled field trials of patent-pending bait-based on food, potatoes, and ironically, the key ingredient for bake. <laughs> and while the LSU baits are effective on wild pigs, they have next to no impact on environment, break down quickly, and won't harm animals or humans who might be tempted to eat the pigs. So be interesting. I don't understand how some of this stuff works, you know, on a technical level, obviously. How, I mean... We also believe that cigarettes were not bad for you, you know, just 50 years ago, right? And so it's kind of, I'm just, maybe I'm a little leery about all kinds of drugs and claims to certain <laughs> well, things the last right now. One, the last one turned the inside of the pigs purple or something, right? Well, so it, it was war blue. warfin, which is what they use for blood thinners, and it's how they kill rats, Right. They yeah. ingest it, and their, right. their blood won't coagulate anymore, and they're just, they're done. And that was what they were trying to do with the pigs. And that's what right. turned that purple. And so it's a blood thinner that people take. But Well, this is a new one, though, right? This this next one now from, from yeah. our brothers in Louisiana. Uh, luck. Nitrates transform to hemoglobin. Yeah, I guess it's basically the same theory. Yeah. Uh, pigs are much more sensitive to nitrates than humans are. Nitrates transform hemoglobin into blood to methoglobin, which produces their body's ability to get oxygen to cells. Pigs that eat bacon or consume just a few grams of sodium nitrate become starved for oxygen and fall asleep. Uh, See that? Don't anyway. eat your own. Don't eat your own. That's the uh, that's the key here. Yeah, pigs so. can't eat bacon. They fall asleep, and I guess it's the best nap they ever had. That's right? what happens to me. Yeah. <laughs> Except for you, wake if up. I eat enough bacon, I just like get sleepy. It's yeah, awesome. It makes me wonder if we sh if I should be eating so much bacon. Oh my gosh. You know, you, you know, you meet the 97 year old grandma. Uh, that's What's true. the secret to life? Uh, uh, I smoke one cigarette a day. I eat bacon or what beef in it. Wasn't it your grandma that would take bacon grease and slap it on a biscuit every morning? Uh, no toast. They would put it. Yeah. You toast. kept it on a, in on. a little jar and then you just put that on the warm toast and just. <laughs> With bacon grease and he right lived to be man. like 109 right yeah 103 103 years old 103 i 50, went to his 53. funeral yeah a long 53 year old life 
103. Of course, he was the same guy that put, uh, you know, sardines on the uh, Rice Krispies in the morning also. What? Yeah. So he would sit down. Sardines, sardines and Rice Krispies. And then open up a can of sardines and put them on. You know, like most Where people Where did that ever even become an idea? You know, that think about my whole, you know, family tree. And I think well, you'll, you'll figure that out. It's a lot of that starting then, to make a lot of sense of where. <laughs> the worst part yeah. is when he poured the milk over the top of it. There was just something about pouring milk on top of sardines, on top of fish. Real milk. Of course. But the milk. Side the, of bacon grease toast. fluid used to feed small animals. This is perhaps. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I think I think we should I think we should do a sample. We should get Rice Krispies. All right. We should get sardines and a little thing of milk, and we should all just try it and see. All right, Nick. I'd do the I'd do the warm toast and bacon in a heartbeat. All right, Nick. Sweet. Hey, beefsteak. Give me give me your son Otto. Give me your son Otto. Oh well. Okay. Well, what's not weird is everybody needs, you know, to have their vehicle repaired at some point, and it can be hard to find a mechanic that you can trust. We use our friends over at Sun Auto Service. You know, Sun Auto Service is a family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. So when it comes to auto repair and maintenance needs, brake repairs, transmission services, Sun Auto Automotive sincerely appreciates having the opportunity to serve you at the Sun Auto Service repair shop nearest you. Mine happens to be at 405 West Slaughter Lane. Yours might be 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park and 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road 620. Follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials every week. Just go to sunautoservice.com. Great folks over there at Sun Auto. Coming up, the Armed Citizens Report. You don't want to miss it. Stick around. Hang out with us live in the bunkhouse, 24-7, 365. You can catch us at theoutdoorzone.com. This is MLF Pro Brent Chapman. You're listening to the best outdoor show on God's green earth. The Outdoor Zone with TJ, Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak. All right, welcome back, regulators. Here's a notice. The anti-terrorist, you, us bunkhouse boys and our regulators, we don't give any of you anti-gun crowd, Peter terrorist, or the Taliban. It's how we roll here in the bunkhouse. Keep informed by riding the trail with us all week online at theoutdoorzone.com. Theoutdoorzone.com. Keystone Bank. Those bunkhouse boys also bank with Keystone Bank because they're the family owned and operated local community. Uh, Keystone Bank, founded by our buddy Jeff Wilkinson and his team. They're operated right here in Austin, Texas, by locals just like us. That's why we're so invested in the community and its success. When you bank at Keystone, you enjoy the local relationship-based service that sets them apart. That means you call over there and you know who you're banking with. You know who your banker is, your loan officer. Banking with your fingertips anytime, anywhere. I can be anywhere. Jump online with my phone or with my laptop and do my banking. 
To learn more or get started with the Keystone account, you can visit one of their locations in person at 11,500 B Caves Road, West Austin, 500 Presser Street, downtown Austin, or 900 Hutchins Avenue in beautiful Ballinger, Texas, or just go to the website, keystone.bank, keystone.bank for all the information. Keystone Bank is where local matters. Now it's time for our Armed Citizen Report. Today, legal firearm owners are protecting themselves and their families across the nation. These acts of courage and valor are seldom reported throughout the liberal media. The Outdoor Zone wants you to know the truth. This is the Armed Citizens Report for the week. This out of Three Points, Arizona, a convicted sex offender's dead and a woman is unharmed after he tried breaking into her home last week. On August 11th, a 42-year-old convicted sex offender attempted to break into an Arizona woman's home. The woman told the suspect to leave, which he didn't, so she armed herself with a handgun. Local media reports reported that she fired a warning shot hoping to scare the suspect off, but it didn't. The suspect tried to disarm the woman, and he was shot during the altercation. He died on the scene. The woman sustained no injuries. Thankfully, the homeowner had a firearm to protect herself. It's safe to assume that the man's plans were what the man's plans were since he was a convicted sex offender and was breaking into her home Uh, by firing warning shots. It's never a good idea, but firing warning shots, never a good idea. Hmm. So it's a good thing. He didn't get his hands on the gun. Firing warning is not what you do. If it's going to that level, it's going to DEFCON two, DEFCON five, whatever. DEFCON never point a firearm at anything you don't intend to kill. Yeah. Or shoot. Yeah. I think kill it. I think you just got to make that decision up front. Because you can't make that yeah. decision in the middle of the night or when there's trouble. You got to think about it. What will I do? Will I, I mean, pull the trigger or will I hesitate and fire a warning shot? What I mean, you got to have a plan before no, it happens. You never point a firearm at anything you don't plan to kill. Just like when we were shooting at targets the other night, TJ. I mean, I intended to kill that target, and that's exactly what I did. Every shot, oh. kill shot, kill shot, kill shot. Did you sight in we your rifle? Our your father-in-law smoked you too, dude. He got he a couple in there that were a little you. bit closer to mine than mine, but we were. So got, we got. I mean, it was his house. Like I was like, eh, I'm gonna let this. I'm gonna pull this beef. one a little bit. We are doing a Wednesday. What was it? Tuesday night. Tuesday Wednesday night. night. Wednesday nights, we're meeting over at his father-in-law's and oh. we're doing, we're practicing shooting our bows. So I'm we're totally doing against. archery practice and like practice it's been just, good for me. It's been practice, good for me. Well, it's been good for you. Yeah. Cause we've had to like, you know, set up your bow and your side. Yeah, you guys and, do all the adjustments for me. It's fantastic. How far is I the, love uh, it. what are you shooting at? What range do you have multiple ranges or, or distances? Just 20, 20 30. 30 right now. Okay. Yeah. I told him we need to be shooting at 40, 60, and 80. Well, you, he'll have to set that up, right? Or I won't just be shooting backwards. at 60s and 80s, I don't think, but I'll shoot the 40s. Yeah. You shoot at 40 and it, you get a 20-yard shot. 
with your bow. I set up. Feels like I a piece moved of cake. one of my feeders yesterday, and I set up a whole new area for archery shooting on my place. I have a pasture, and I set up a feeder and a whole new area. And I can't wait to see if the if the deer don't come over there. It's going to be much better, much cleaner. You need to find. You got the shed back there with the tr- with the lawnmowers and stuff. You just need to put you a nice chair inside that shed and put your feeder. Just open up the window. No, there. Then, I'll tell you what. Then, the, then I'd be shooting the wrong direction. I got it. I got where my the trail that goes through the woods on the back on the front side of my place. You can go down that trail now. You can just hook and do a little button hook right there, and you'll be right in this nice little 20, 25 yard shot. Just sweet so it's no longer right off your nugget. porch it's just not off your back porch where you can no i still up. have that i still have that option oh, that, i didn't do it. anything with that peter is that so the one checked. getting all the action Hello. right now is that the one getting yeah. the action? he yeah. sends me I, pictures at like midnight when the deer he's like this yeah one's gonna, he's this one's those going are pictures down. from last year yeah no, last year's not. pictures <laughs> i went and looked at my pictures the other day and found it interesting i got a new feeder location as well trying to find a the area that they'll come in comfortably and consistently to a feeder you know which everybody thinks in texas all deer just come to the feeders and that's not true not true and proof in the pudding being that i have another area where a lot of game trails converge a lot of originally cow trails i guess or and continue to be cow trails my cows use them but also, I you know, a lot of deer move through those old cattle trails as well. And I've got a camera set up there, and I've got one set up at the feeder. And they are s- several acres apart. I had more pictures of deer, more pictures of my cows around the deer, <laughs> deer feeder, <laughs> and more pictures of deer on those cattle trails or game trails. Now, did you, you put know, up that hog, did you put up hog wire around it so that they can't get to it? On my, on my feeder? Yeah. I didn't put it around the feeder. Make a pen. Just on the cage. Yeah, I didn't make a pen. I've done that. It I did that away. once at my place. Yeah, but it also, the deer don't like it around here. The deer, the hey, deer don't like lazy. it. You gotta make a big old, I don't know, man. I just... I, I didn't get a, I, I had corn rotting inside of that pen. I take the pen down and the corn disappears. And that was when my cows were pinned up. So it wasn't the cows getting to it. It was the deer well, I think were coming in. They just don't like getting into that pen. Yeah, and but, I don't know if it's got to be bigger or whatever. Yeah, it was too small. Yeah, yeah. they don't like it. Well, yeah, it's got to be, be about it's gotta be 15, pretty big. 15, 20 feet across, man. Hey, no, I, I did that. A, I had a barbed wire fence. It was just two pieces of barbed wire going across them. Well, barbed wire. I want to put up do, that hog pen. Just that hog fencing. No, I don't have hogs around here. I ain't got to worry about any. No, I'm saying hey, I one wanna, hog ever. I want to do a shout out to. So there's a a giant grocery chain that is a staple in the state of Texas called H E B. Henry E. Butts grocery store been around forever and they're they're where my wife has shopped since she's been here. It's this giant chain. But since the the and and I remember back when they were they didn't they weren't open on Sundays. And then when they were open on Sundays, they did not sell beer or liquor on Sundays. They had that's some, a state thing, right? No, at afternoon you can buy beer. Uh but 
So there was a cultural element that ran through the stores. Well, since the younger family has taken over, there's been some changes and some kind of woke stuff that's come into their stuff. And we still woke. shop there. They're, yeah, they got some woke tendencies. But anyway, they have done some films recently they're creating these films and i, I and it's a, a partnership with parks and wildlife i think in texas and it's playing at some of the places around the it pretty i mean it's in the little draft houses where you can go and watch a movie and eat dinner kind of those places and uh, but they're doing a film series explore how wildlife biologists are trying to help prevent bats from being harmed in collisions with wind turbines Yes. conservation efforts on ocelots habitat in south texas the return of the black bear to some parts of the state and how houston anglers are having helped the wild redfish populations rebound so i uh, shout out to them for those are good topics those are good things they're playing in little beer houses and in uh I, i'm sure they're done with really high quality filming and and good information I, i'd like to see him i think I you can yeah go, i reserve comment on job well done or not until i've seen them it says those interested interested in viewing can catch the films online or at slow local draft houses and other or around major cities so you want to you want to see it is what you're saying cody you don't believe it? Yeah, I, I'm going to reserve opinion. You think I'm going to reserve an opinion. Is what you're saying? You no, I don't know. I'm not saying woke. I'm not using that. I, I I just, I don't know what, I don't know what the agenda is and what stance they take. There's always an agenda, right? Everything is agenda driven. So what's the agenda behind HEB partnering well, with Texas hope. Parks and Wildlife? It's not about getting more groceries at better prices into the stores. What is what what's the what's the reasoning? Everything has an agenda. It's not just to feel good. So shout out, shout out to uh to the owner of Bucky's who has <laughs> just finished he just finished his second year and he's stepping off the board at Texas Parks and Wildlife. He led Texas Parks and Wildlife for two years. Hey. He just stepped off. And so shout out, thumbs up for uh for him. Everybody knows what Bucky hey. says. Yeah, but they're not paying you to say that here. Oh my I'll God. tell you, our friends at partsview.com is the place to go if you got a boat though. And they're your one-stop shop for all your boating needs. Partsview has over 200,000 products from the marine industry's leading brands like AFCO, Turning Point Propellers, Teenage Marine. Not only that, but where I found Partsview originally was the full catalog of genuine OEM Yamaha parts. They got these maintenance kits, right, for all your Yamaha, Mercury, Suzuki, Maracruzers. These maintenance kits, handy maintenance kits that give you everything you need to do your regular maintenance on your motor, on the engine of your boat, the motor of your boat, and helpful customer service and resources, videos on how to do it, all that right there at partsview.com. That's P-A-R-T-S-V-U.com. You want to save a few bucks? Use Outdoor Zone 10. I need to remind you, use Outdoor 
Door Zone 10. Save a few bucks at PartsView.com. I was a customer before they were an affiliate here on the Outdoor Zone. Hey, we'll wrap this whole thing up with final thoughts. On the flip side, it's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse. You can catch us 24-7, 365 at TheOutdoorZone.com. Hello, I'm Forrestdale Wood, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. It's finally here. Today's the day. I- All right, welcome back, regulators. You're tuned in to the Outdoor Zone Radio Network, coming to you live right here every Sunday morning, 7 to 9, or 24-7, 365, as a live recorded podcast at theoutdoorzone.com. Oh, man. I'm looking forward to a break in the weather. I don't know about you folks out there. Some of y'all are getting flooded. Some of y'all are getting heat. Some of y'all, it's cooled down. It's just a plethora of outdoorness. But I want to encourage you to be getting ready. Deer season, elk season, hunting season's coming up. Get out there and don't forget to get your license. I went to Walmart. I was at Walmart the other day and I just walked over and Got my new license. I also got the wild game transfer tag. So you just buy random tags. <laughs> I do. I support parks this and wildlife. Is this, this is this year's this year's random tag year purchase. You got like trapper's license before yep. you getting all kinds of weird stuff mm-hmm. J- it, for no reason. Not like you're going to use it, but it's, I might have to trap something. Yeah. Well. That's, so uh, why no. did you get that, TJ? Hey, why? Well, Tell because you can't legally trap a raccoon or possum or any live animal like that and transport them off of your property. Okay. Where are you taking it? Well, I don't know. <laughs> to Over the to dump? your house. To the dump. Yeah. <laughs> hey, speaking of licenses, I thought this was interesting and I can't figure out the reasoning behind this uh, Oklahoma announces free hunting days in September inviting residents to hunt without a license so there's two days Oklahoma's free hunting days will be September 2nd through the 3rd on those days Oklahoma residents can partake in open hunting season without needing to have a state license uh, the seasons will include dove squirrel coyote to name a few there, but I thought it was interesting and I don't quite see the, the correlation. I understand it's probably similar to the free fishing days that have been successful in past, in the past. Right. And I mean, where you can, a lot of States have free fishing days where you as a family can go out and fish without needing a license. The free hunting days, I'm not sure quite fits in that same category. Just being that you're, you know, you've they're got trying firearms. anything they can to get people to start hunting. Yeah, no, I, I, I think it's don't. marketing. It's just people go, "Oh, free? Okay, I'll try it." Okay, it's I'll just, take this firearm that I haven't shot ever, and my grandfather handed it down to me, and I'll take this box of. You know, it's just not. I don't think it's a responsible. I don't plan. Know. Yeah, I just don't think it's a responsible. But you're plan. okay with and not free saying fishing. That I'm, you're okay with free. Fishing. I am okay with free fishing. Yeah, for for those certain days. Yeah, I think it's a completely different 
completely different thing. I mean, the odds of you going out and catching massive amounts of quantities that are going to decimate populations or the odds of you catastrophically harming something or someone while fishing or all of those things are out the window. You get a couple bad hunting accidents with people that have never done it. And that gives all of us hunters that just puts a bad image on well, it's gonna all be of an us. interesting to see I just how don't that like it. plays out i yeah. don't i don't know they probably don't have notice they don't ed. have deer in that they probably don't have game. uh hunter's ed in there do they up in oklahoma well i mean that would uh, why would they require hunter's ed if you don't i mean what's the point you save $25 by not well, buying a hunting probably, license. It probably or, requires hunter's ed and, but no license. So you that have doesn't to make have, any sense though. That wouldn't make any sense. So you got to go through a class that takes eight hours and uh, cost you a hundred bucks, but you don't have to buy a $20 license. That wouldn't be very, it just doesn't make any sense. I'm guessing it's probably required two days. something like that. Now, I don't think so. But you're going to have a lot of kids in, in their backyard popping squirrels out of the trees. <laughs> you know, that There'd never be a stopped lot of little you. boys out there. They never stopped you before, TJ. I you have know. no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Hunting in your backyard in the city for squirrels. Do we want to go you're there? Just, you're just longing for that chili I used to make for the church chili cook-off that had squirrel legs in it. It did have a squirrel leg sticking out. That and people would like, oh yeah, I'm bypassing that one. And go into yeah, the beefsteaks buffalo, you know, wildlife chili instead. That's yeah, what didn't I'm you thinking. get like third place though? Third place? There were like three people that entered. <laughs> you got third. So you got I think bronze. I got hey. Hey you got I ate Tell it me beefsteak. Anyway. What you got? What and, you got for us this week? All right. This comes from a president. We can take our doubts into account when making decisions, but we shouldn't let them hold us back from moving towards our goal. That was FDR when he's trying to make a decision about storming the beaches, and what we should do about the Nazis. So, the what? Why the are y'all using these? The why are y'all saying things so weird this morning? Both of you. <laughs> like you got accents that you don't have. Hey, this Bible verse comes from Pete first. Petar. <laughs> See, I'll say weird name too. Okay. First Peter five six. Therefore, humble yourselves under God's power, so that He may raise you up in the last day. Live it, love it, learn it. I'm Cody Ryan. I'll be here next week, same place, same time. All right, this week, this week, folks, we want to. <laughs> there it is. We want to encourage you to take your children outside. And get them outside, get them off the couch, get them away from the electronics, take them for a walk in the park, show them the birds and trees. Heck, take them hunting, take them fishing, go get their hunting license for them. Uh, just anything to get them into the great outdoor zone. And hey, if you want to uh, start a hunting and fishing program in your church, we'd be glad to help you with that. Go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. If you have a boy who needs some mentoring or loves the outdoors, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. If you want to donate, get no, be a part of uh the mission of no kid left inside go to kidsoutdoorzone.com we take cars cash land uh just be a part of that all of us guys here in the bunkhouse we're headed to church want to encourage you go find a good bible-based church in your community somewhere i'm actually going to roll out and go to church with cody 
and come on, you better get Bull in the truck. And, Let's go. And Sailor, my little granddaughter. Anyway, folks, want to thank you. Uh, all right, from Cody Ryan, Beefsteak, our Wranglers Ranch Hands, Jack the Ranch Hand, myself, TJ Granny. Just want to say God bless and regulators. Let's mount up. Country folks can survive.